from Wednesday the 17th to Sunday the 21st of April 2019. Come join Fountain Gate Chapel worldwide as we present International Extra Oil Conference 2019. Theme purpose speakers Eastwood and Naba, Senior Pastor Desert Pastures, and Clement Ancheba, Chairman of Fountain Gate Chapel Presbytery. Time morning sessions 8 a.m., evening sessions 6 p.m. Venue Desert Pastures, Bogatanga. Don't forget, it begins from Wednesday the 17th to Sunday the 21st of April 2019. Come and receive extra oil to run the race of life. Today I'm going to be speaking from Jesus Christ the Baptizer. I wrote this book, but it is not easy to write. My chapter one, types of baptism. And I wrote about eight different types of baptism. Because you can read and write, I won't go into it. Chapter two, I wrote on the spiritual nature of Jesus Christ. Everybody say the spiritual nature of Jesus. John the Baptist compared himself with Jesus. He said, he is earthly and he speaks the things of the earth. But that Jesus Christ is heavenly and he speaks of the things of heaven. So John the Baptist being earthly, baptized with water. But Jesus Christ being heavenly, baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Chapter 3, I wrote on beyond water baptism. Chapter 4, I wrote on baptism with the Holy Ghost. Chapter 5, I began a very difficult journey, being filled with the Holy Spirit. So, I differentiated between baptism in the Holy Ghost and being filled with the Holy Ghost. They, 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 they are similar, but they are not the same. Baptism in the Holy Ghost is an incident, an event. But being filled with the Holy Ghost is an event and then it's a continuing experience. So, baptism in the Holy Ghost. Then I wrote on being filled with the Holy Ghost. Then chapter 6, I wrote on receiving the Holy Ghost. And um, chapter 7, I wrote on the Holy Ghost falling upon believers. And then the chapter 8, I wrote on the Holy Ghost coming on believers. So, you now have a, a difficulty to deal with. Baptism with the Holy Ghost, chapter 4. Chapter 5, being filled with the Holy Ghost. Chapter 6, receiving the Holy Ghost. Chapter 7, the Holy Ghost falling on somebody. And then chapter 8, the Holy Ghost coming on somebody. What is the difference? I tried to differentiate among all these. And you and, you and I can tell that even if you did differentiation in second school, doing this one can be very difficult. But I tried to break them down for people to understand exactly what they mean. When I was reading this book, I decided to preach on just the chapter 7. Then I remembered that yesterday to when I was dealing with, um, with Jesus Christ the healer, I did chapter 7. And you and I know that 7 is a number of significance. Me, I don't believe that there is coincidence in God. I believe that if you are walking with God and you are walking in the spirit and you are moving in the power of the Holy Ghost, everything you do, whether they are colors or they are numbers, they have some spiritual significance. And it is not a coincidence that yesterday I did chapter 7 and today I'm also doing chapter 7. And the chapter 7 has to do with the Holy Ghost falling on believers. Everybody say the Holy Ghost falling on believers. 
Now you read your Bible in the book of Acts, chapter 8, and the, very, the verse number 14. The Bible said, Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For, for as yet, he was falling on none of them, only that they were baptized in the name of Jesus. And they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. So the Bible said, the believers in Jerusalem had that Samaria had received the word of God. When the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. Now, revival has broken loose in Jerusalem. That is where everything is happening, Jerusalem. Then they heard that Philip had gone to Samaria and the people had received Christ. And they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. And they took the best apostles. Two of the best. Peter and John. And they said, Peter and John, we want you to go. And we are giving you an assignment. And that assignment is, go to Samaria and make sure that the people of Samaria receive the Holy Ghost. It is amazing that in our time, the ministry of baptism of the Holy Ghost, we rather take it for granted. John the Baptist said, I baptize you with water unto repentance, but one is coming who is mightier than I, whose shoe lashes I am not qualified to even untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. When it came to the issue of baptism in the Holy Ghost, they left it in the hands of the master apostle. Peter with John. But in our day, we delegate the Holy Ghost baptism. In fact, almost every church you go to where there is an apostle or a bishop or an archbishop, if you go there and say, or a senior pastor, if you go there and say, sir, I need the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they'll immediately say, where are the prayer warriors? So, I see senior pastors. They bless marriages. They bury the dead. They name children. They do child dedication. As far as I'm concerned, all these are athletics. When it comes to Holy Ghost baptism, then they delegate it to prayer warriors. We have turned the move upside down. The whole thing is... Now, you ask many people who are the senior pastor of a church, the last time they got somebody filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, it's gone. We've turned it upside down. So they sent unto them Peter and John. And Peter and John went to Samaria and the, the Bible said they prayed for them and they received the Holy Ghost. The, uh, but the Bible said that for he was not falling on them as yet. He had not fallen on them yet. So, they received the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost fell on them and they received the Holy Ghost. So, the Holy Ghost fell on them from heaven and then they received the Holy Ghost. 
The Holy Ghost fell on them from heaven. And they received the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost descended on them from heaven. And they received him. Another place we see the, 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 the Holy Ghost falling on people. is in Acts chapter 10. When the same Peter went to the house of Cornelius. And the Bible said, Whilst Peter yet speak unto them, the Holy Ghost fell on them. And they began to speak in other tongues and magnify God. And he said, Can anybody now forbid me from baptizing these people? Whilst he yet speak. Today I want to go quick because um, we, 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 we have to experience some, some move of God in our midst. And our lives have to change. Amen. Now so, whilst Peter, you speak. And I'm praying that the Holy Ghost will start interrupting our services like this. I remember several years ago when the revival broke loose in Ghana. When I was a younger person. Somebody like Bishop Ajinasari in Tamale. Bishop will be doing a program and people will start falling down under the power in rows. I mean, whilst he's preaching, you hear and people are falling under the power whilst he's yet preaching. I remember I will go into services and I'll say there's a prophetic sleep on people and people start dropping asleep in their chair. Whilst we are yet speaking, things are happening. The Bible said, whilst Peter just spoke to them, the Holy Ghost fell. And we are praying to God in the name of Jesus that he will bring us into those times of revival. Where when the preacher is yet speaking, the power of God will fall. When was the last time you saw a choir singing and the Holy Ghost fell on them? But in the early days of the revival, the choir will be singing and the Holy Ghost will slay all of them on the, on the stage. Somebody will receive an offering and be slain. People will get up and they, they, during praise and worship, you will see people are slain in the church. We, we, we are very nice in our day. I'm praying that the Holy Ghost will take the church back. You see, because we have taken the church away from him. We've taken the church away from the spirit. May we get to the place where somebody's giving an announcement in the church and the Holy Ghost will just carry the person. And the announcements cannot be continued. So the Bible said, even preaching, Peter was yet preaching. The Holy Ghost said, you wait a minute, I have something to do. And the spirit of God came. The spirit of God came. On the day of Pentecost, they were fully, they, they, they were gathered together. And the Bible said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, all the disciples were together with one accord in one place. And the Bible said that they heard the sound as of a rushing mighty wind and cloving tongues as of fire sat on their head. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with tongues. The Spirit of God fell from heaven. But he fell like cloving tongues as of fire. On that day, it was not only Peter who saw the fire. It was not only John who saw the fire. Everybody saw the fire. They heard a sound. They saw a fire. They felt a wind. Everybody say, they heard a sound. They felt a wind. And they saw a fire. So I want you to say hearing, feeling, and seeing. You, you know, you, you meet many people and they tell you when the Holy Ghost is moving, you don't have to feel anything. Who told you? The Holy Ghost is like rain. You will feel him. He's like a wind. You will feel him. He's like a fire. You will feel him. He's like a light. You will feel him. He's like water. You will feel him. 
I don't know. The reason you are saying you don't have to feel the Holy Ghost is because you have not felt him before. Go and tell an apetite drunkard that he doesn't have to drink apetite before he feels high. He will tell you you've never tasted it. That's why you are talking that. But, but, but I tell you, that feeling of the Holy Ghost is a very powerful feeling. It is stronger than alcohol, tobacco, marijuana. Oh boy, when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you see the way my eyes are lightening already. Are lightening already. Oh boy. When, when the Holy Ghost hits me on the inside, my eyes will normally go mum. And people say, why is it that when the spirit falls? Boy, when I'm even talking, sometimes I'm just talking to my wife and I'm talking to Archie. And we are just talking, three of us, or maybe Angus is around. And we are just talking, talking, talking. Then my eyes will just go ham. Immediately, my wife will put a phone on recording. She says, now let's record everything your daddy is saying because the man is going. Because, because, you see, they can sense that something has hit me in, on the inside and opened my eyes. Listen to me. The Holy Ghost can be felt. Because he, he, he's, he, he, he is a wind. They heard a sound as of a rushing, mighty wind. And it filled the room where they were. And because it's a wind, when it blows past you, you can feel something. That is why people fall under the power. They say, oh, why, 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 why do the people fall? Something stronger than them hit them. And then you will hear. And you will see. But, but you know, I have a problem. God should give us a convincing revival. Since the day of Pentecost, how many times do you see the fire? During the Azusa Street Revival, that fire hit the roof of a building. Fire service actually moved all their vehicles with the water there. They said, we are coming to quench fire. When they went there, the fire was sitting on the roof. The leader of the church came out, William Seymour. They said, we came to quench this fire. He said, this kind of fire, water cannot quench it. They saw the fire. So, the Bible said, the fire and the wind. He said there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. And cloving tongues as of fire sat on them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and speaking tongues. That means the fire and the wind were different from the Holy Ghost. That wind was not the wind of the Holy Ghost. That wind was a real wind. That fire was not the fire of the Holy Ghost. It was real fire. You look at that text, you will see it different. That there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. Cloving tongues as of fire sat on their head. And they were now filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in tongues. So, I'm talking about the physical sensation. I'm talking about Lord, we want to see fire in the church. We want to see that cloud of glory, the Shekinah and the cupboard that filled the tabernacle until the priest could not stand to minister. Lord, we want to see it. 
But see, a confused generation cannot see it. People who are so lazy, they easily run to say, that wind was the wind of the Holy Ghost. Which Bible said that? They were gathered together and suddenly there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled, so it, the, 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 the wind did not fill the people, the wind filled the room where they were sitting. The clothing tongues did not fill the people, the clothing tongues of fire sat on them. And then it was the Holy Ghost that filled them. So now, the way the supernatural and the physical were linked together because these were unbelievers who were these were believers who were afraid like unbelievers and God had to do something to stir up their faith. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that we are in the Elijah generation where we will hear the earthquake and the fire and the wind and the still small voice of the Holy Ghost will now speak unto us. I see a time is coming. We will be in our churches and the fire and the wind and the cloud and angels will fill the entire atmosphere. I pray in the name of Jesus. May you receive the visitation of God in your life. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Lord, uh, you know, we, we, we want it like in the Bible. I want to be in prison and a light will shine from heaven. Like in the case of Peter. I don't want to be in prison and somebody will come and bail me by putting down their house and putting down their, 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 their house as a guarantee and then they bail me for 50,000 Ghana cities. I want to be in prison and no man bailed me. But whilst I was in the prison, an angel will appear and his light will shine. And the chains around my hands, the handcuff will break. And the chains will break. And the prison door will open. And the angel will tell me, like Peter, bind on your sandals and get up from here and start cocaine out of this room. And I will get out and start walking. And no policeman is stopping me. And by the time they realize I am out of the place, ladies and gentlemen, may the supernatural begin to take place in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said the Holy Ghost fell. But when the Bible said the Holy Ghost fell on them, it's a supernatural thing. And it happened suddenly and quickly. And that's what I'm believing God for. I remember when we started our ministry and the Holy Ghost used to come upon us with spontaneity. That means all of a sudden, bam, something will happen. No, there was no day we went to church and we didn't carry people unconscious. Mm. No, we finished every service. We had to carry them like Pona and Larbakoyam. Me, myself, I had been carried home a number of times. Mm. By the time I'm finished, I'm collapsed. They carry me, they put me in chair and take me home. They put me in pickup because of my height. (laughs) Take me home. We, we were enjoying the move of the spirit. We are preaching and all just bam, bam, bam. People are falling under the power. And I remember in those days, the thing was so strong that some of the churches started preaching against me. They said that brothers would hear us dwarfs. 
And that's because when we start the praise and worship, you see these young men, the drums are drumming, and it wasn't in a proper drum tool. Ha! It was drums made in Tamale. Secondhand drums, because Bishop Ajinasari will use his drums in Tamale, and when they are a little older, he will transfer it to us in Boga. And even the secondhand drums, the way we used to hit them, boom, 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 then we are dancing. Holy Ghost is coming. People are on the ground. Some are rolling. Then the pastors in town and our Ahuja speakers. And the pastors now were not. And the young men will bring whistles to church. Then they go prr 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 pee pee pee. Then the pastors started with me in town. They said, Brother Sud has got some dwarfs. And as soon as they start, they start singing and whistling. Then the dwarfs will be pushing the people down. And they say, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. But I tell you people, I enjoyed it absolutely. I enjoyed it completely. It looked crazy. But that was the way of God. It looked like we were mad. But that was the power of God. The healing followed it. The deliverance followed it. The power of God followed it. The manifestation of the glory followed it. So you hear the sound. You see, you feel the wind. You, you, you see the fire. When, when was the last time you saw a fire? When was the last time you felt a wind? When was the last time you heard a sound? When was the last time you felt a wind blowing over you? You know what people? So these people... They believe God for something to happen. In Samaria, Peter and John laid hands on them. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. While Peter was just speaking, in Cornelius' house, the Holy Ghost fell on them. So, I, I'm believing God tonight that while I'm just speaking, some are healed. Some are delivered. This thing about waiting until after the service when you want to see the pastor special. And Mosofu, I came to see you. I had a need and I really wanted to see you after the service. Listen, if what I'm doing here now cannot do anything for you, after service, nothing will change. The Bible said he sent forth his word and he healed and delivered from all their distraction. I tell you people, receive a miracle today. Receive a visitation today. So whilst we are preaching, whilst the word of God is coming, you are busy tapping into the anointing. I, sometimes I finish a meeting, I'm sitting in my office, and people are coming to see me, and they line up plenty. Almost anybody who sits in front of me after service, what I'm thinking in my head is, if what I preached, standing on my feet for two hours, did not help you, this one is um, recreational entertainment. That means it will not benefit us anything. Because you see, as I stand here now, I feel most anointed. I feel very anointed. And if it will not bless you, and you are waiting for me to finish, and while I'm having some tea and biscuit, because I'm weak, and you come in the midst of the tea and biscuit, and you want an anointing, I don't know what you are going to get. Because whilst I was yet praying, you were not healed. Whilst I was yet preaching, you were not healed. Whilst I was yet preaching, you were not delivered. And you were waiting until after the meeting. So with the information you have received and with the enlightenment you have received, I pray that whatever need you brought today, may the word of God reach you out and may, may the Holy Ghost descend upon you whilst they were yet preaching. 
from Wednesday the 17th to Sunday the 21st of April 2019. Come join Fountain Gate Chapel worldwide as we present International Extra Oil Conference 2019. Theme purpose, speakers, Eastwood Amnaba, Senior Pastor, Desert Pastures, and Clement Ancheva, Chairman of Fountain Gate Chapel Presbytery. Time, morning sessions, 8 a.m., evening sessions, 6 p.m. Venue, Desert Pastures, Bogatanga. Don't forget, it begins from Wednesday the 17th to Sunday the 21st of April 2019. Come and receive extra oil to run the race of life.